We're going to talk to Nicola Lemaitre again about some divorce issues. The heading here of one of the articles on Network 24 is Man erken in Skysaak, hy het kameras geinstalleer. The husband in this divorce matter um, installed some cameras in his uh, house to spy on his wife. Uh, Nicola, is that right? What, what happened there according to the article? Yes, well, um, this article, it reports on this um, ongoing divorce proceedings um, in which this Pretoria businessman is involved. Um, so through the proceedings, it becomes very clear to the reader that this parties had a very acrimonious relationship and they were now fighting over with who their child should stay primarily. Um, so during these proceedings, the husband actually admitted to installing um, those cameras in their bathroom. He says he did it because he suspected his wife of having an eating disorder. Um, she is, however, convinced that there are other motives. Um, but there were a lot of allegations thrown around in court of him suffering from depression and being addicted to alcohol and over-the-counter medication. Um, also that he at some stage during their marriage attempted to sabotage his wife's motor vehicle. Um, so there's definitely a lot of dirty laundry being put on display in this matter, which is always... Um, quite a shame. Okay, well, as always, we can obviously not discuss uh, the specific facts in the article in, in, in detail or give any opinions uh, on the specific case at, at, at all. It's just a bit of a background. So, so in general, um, maybe I can ask you, in terms of blameworthiness, um, in terms of uh, improper conduct that any spouse in a divorce proceedings you know, might have been guilty of, let's say there's an extramarital fear, or there was assault of one of the spouses or of the children or whatever the case might be. To what extent is that um, still relevant? Uh, you know, the, whoever caused the marriage to break down, uh, is that still relevant? Does that make a difference in the outcome of, of, of the divorce? No, well, um, and that's very important for our listeners to note um, that in our divorce laws, um, the concept of fault um, doesn't play a role. Um, so basically, this means that there's no guilty party in divorce proceedings and the fact that you're the reason for the breakdown of the, of the marriage um, or perhaps if you are the innocent party, it shouldn't, in principle, entitle you to anything less or more. Um, so the only um, factor um, or situation where um, fault may play a role is where the parties are, um, one of the parties are claiming forfeiture in the divorce proceedings. Um, so that is if they are asking the court for an unequal division of the party's assets or liabilities or asking the court to move away um, from the strict application of their marital regime. Um, but even then, um, this concept of fault, it's not the only factor which the court will consider and the court will, um, for example, have to determine whether the party who, um, if I can say, is guilty, um, if he or she will unduly benefit from a certain asset um, if they are entitled to share in it, um, and then the court will look at any substantial misconduct. And in my opinion, the most important factor which the court will consider is the duration of the marriage, um, even more so than, than the idea of who is guilty or at wrong in, in, the, um, in the proceedings. So the court will um, be more inclined to grant a forfeiture claim if it has been a very short marriage, um, if the parties' assets haven't really joined together yet, um, then the court will, will consider it if there is also this substantial misconduct, like you said, affairs or assault, any of those type of things. Okay. Also, to prove that uh, 
match has been broken down, the match relationship irretrievable. That I think these days is also much easier to do. Now, many years ago, a court sort of could say no, or would maybe say no, or you haven't convinced me. There's still hope that this uh, match can be can be safe. But I think these days you basically just make the statement. Either of the spouses can make the statement that the match has broken down irretrievably, and the court will, I think, readily uh, accept that now without investigating that matter any further. Am, am I sort of right? Yes, that's true. Um, it's not always necessary to put all of these very personal details on display in, in court. Um, so we always also try to explain to our clients if one party to a marriage feel that from their side the marriage has broken down irretrievably, um, it has. There is two parties in a divorce and if 50% of that marriage feels like it cannot continue, there's no, no, no way of restoring that relationship, then there is an irretrievable breakdown. Um, and basically, as you say, making that allegation in court, um, um, the, the court will, will um, in most circumstances, accept it and not really go further into it. Okay. So the um, for feature of, of assets, I guess, is primarily relevant in terms of marriages in community of property. In terms of children, uh, blameworthy conduct, uh, would that be relevant there? For example, if there's a, a custody and control fight or, or, or whatever the case might be in respect of the children, uh, might the dirty laundry there be relevant? Um, it definitely can kind of play a role and it is unfortunate that we see in divorce proceedings where children are involved. Um, it definitely tends to get more personal and fingers are pointed back and forth um, to try and paint one of the parties in a better or worse light um, to then claim primary care or to limit the other party's contact. Um, luckily, these disputes can be solved quite um well, I don't want to say easily, but by kind of putting the burden on another party, um, an expert like a social worker or the family advocate or a psychologist, um, we will then do a complete um, investigation um, regarding the parties involved and, and the children, and they will then make expert recommendations to court about the children's best interest and where they will be served best. Okay, makes sense. All right, thank you. I guess the message is that you know immoral blameworthy conduct you know in a divorce cases has, has very little uh, legal um, effect as, as, as such.